Nigeria Daily and my name is Lilian Ogazi. The world currently faces multiple problems of food scarcity, global warming and low pricing of crude oil. Nigeria is not left out of this global crisis considering her position in crude oil exportation and grain importation alike. Just recently, President Mohamed Ibari told Nigerians to be willing to farm what they would eat or starve to death, stating that no one has the right to complain of hunger in Nigeria. The youth at present constitute about 60% of Nigeria's population with the current looming food crisis in Nigeria. How many young people are actually willing to farm? Well, a young farmer shares with us why he decided to go into farming. All right, my name is Godwin Adoga. I am the founder of OG Capital Finance. I am a financial planner and an economist as well. And beyond all that, I am a farmer and a young person. I don't know if the question is, you know, uh, specifically targeted, targeted to young people, but what I would say is at every point, you know, in the life of an adult, um, there needs to be a place you get to when you begin to recognize opportunities to either survive or to create value for other people. So farming was more of an, uh, an opportunity for me to get value from something that has you know very very high potential to generate income for myself you know and to also generate livelihood for other people so I wasn't uh, looking at it from the angle of being a young person but well since I'm a young person I would also say that one of the things I've actually noticed is that in Nigeria here at least um, we have relegated the agricultural sector to people who is who we you know deem to be uneducated and uh, we think aren't so well to do so when people are talking about farming they're not expecting educated young people have degrees and masters to actually be in the farm with the Ashotnika and, you know, trying to get one or two things done. But in my case, I see strictly as a business opportunity and, and this is how I expect other people to see it as well. Okay, so um, let me take you back to the point where you say um, people see farming as something for the uneducated. Is there a mindset yeah. that exists for young people who are looking forward to getting just white-collar jobs or is it a general mindset? Yeah. I, I think the way we are educated actually, you know, ends up affecting the way we see the world. Um, right from when we were very little, we were told that we we're going to be doctors, engineers, and all of these fancy stuff, which are very good, very important in society. You see, but because we're coming from agriculture, our parents are coming from agriculture, they seem to want a better life. And that better life usually was something they couldn't do, which is working an office. They saw it as something that they didn't want their kids to do. And it became, you know, a norm in society. Everybody wanted their kids to work in an office. But let's look at the... The, the mathematics, for example, right? We have over 15 million young people in Nigeria. How many offices can we work in if we are all employed at the same time? So for me, you know, the cultural aspect of it, you know, was something that was unsustainable. And the culture was, it actually preached that everybody wanted to you know, drive a fancy car, you know, work in a well-lit, air-conditioned office. And all of these things are available if you can actually farm and get value. So people always look at farming like carrying a hoe and a cutlass. But then again, farming consists of a very big value chain. And it even encompasses people who sit in offices and get things done. There is administration in farming. There's supply in farming, there's demand in farming, there's export in farming, there's cooperation in farming, there's marketing. See, all of these things, you know, are part of agriculture. And it's just sad that we don't pay attention to it yet. So how has it been for you? How has the journey been for you as a young person in farming? Have you felt, um, you know, when you tell your fellow young people, oh, I'm a farmer, have you felt some sort of way? How has the journey been for you so far? <laughs> 
actually it's been uh, it's been very rewarding okay. when i tell people that i'm a farmer they almost don't take me serious because you know i mean what does the fintech financial person have to do with farming maybe they just think about it like oh this guy is a subsistence person he's doing it for maybe uh, uh, just for the fun of his hobby you see but one of the one of the things i've actually noticed is that people don't see i mean you know especially when you're in the, in the urban areas people don't see farming as a business or as a as a job, you know, people see that something we do when you are not at your main job, mm. you know. So as of as a as a farmer, as a young farmer in Nigeria, I think one of the you know problems uh, challenges we face is the instability and you know uncertainty of you know condition. Mm-hmm. You think have you know the crisis, there could be communal clash, there could be flood. Like you know, I lost I lost a bit of land you know to the flood that recently happened. I lost a lot of money as well. That's a setback, and all of these things are you know, easily avoidable. So, as a young person, I wouldn't say the, the challenges for young people are actually quite different from the challenges for old people. But what we are having, maybe in the urban areas, because even in the villages, there are young people that are farming. They don't even you know have any access to the internet. Uh, they are still farming, you know, because they have the energy to dig and to make ridges and all of that. But in the urban areas, what we are saying is that people don't take it seriously. People, when you try to introduce it to people, people don't look at it like something they want to participate actively in. Um, there's always this sense of oh, I can actually you know work in a better office and get paid better. But if you actually do agriculture, if you actually come into agriculture, you'll find out that it can take care of everything from the blue color to the white color to every kind of color and you know uh, i really hope a lot of nigerians a lot of young people as well as all young people can actually engage in farming that was godwin adoga a young farmer speaking just like godwin our farmer he saw a business opportunity and a way to solve the food crisis in his own way how many nigerian youths will willingly do the same if given the opportunity our colleague Mercy James goes on the streets of Abuja to find out. My name is Hashim Yes, well, of course, um, some of my friends have done it before, and um, I understand that um, they've gotten a lot of time from farming, so it's something I can understand. Okay, so what's stopping you from, is there anything at this point stopping from farming? Yes, a lot of things. So, let's see. One of them is Okay. And? And then, you know, um, starting a business is not something easy. Mm. You need people that, that you know, like um, you work with in a farm. So it's not something that you will just um, decide and just go ahead and load. Okay. 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 okay, so are you of the opinion that it's just illiterate? Farming is just for illiterate? No, no, no. Those are those that say that farming is a nice business, but it's not just for mm. those that you know, go to school. Okay. Hi, I'm Ray. Um, at my job, yes, I will consider it. Um, because I love, I love nature, hmm. and I, I like uh, animals, so I will love to um, like own cattle, sheep, and maybe a bit of farming. Um, nowadays, there are a lot of people that go into farming, even very people go into farming, hmm. and mostly all the cattle that are roaming about, hmm. mostly yeah. they are owned by big people. Yeah. So I don't think it's only for illiterate. Yes, my reason farm is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when you farm, it's like a business. You can invest on it and harvest at the when the time is like when the thing is ready to harvest, you sell it. And you want them the food in the country. Like people will have something to eat. Mm-hmm. It's not everybody that can do business. The farmer is a good. I like farming. Mm-hmm. If um, give it the opportunity, I would like to farm. 
the money is the main thing because going to farm, someone needs money to mm. get the seed you want to plant and mm. plant them and to wait the mm. rest of it because as a lady, you can't work too hard. Like, mm-hmm. you need supporters, like people that will help you to win it and to pay the one to realize what is stopping this money. Farm is not for elephants. There is a way to do something like. Even graduate people can be farmer. Mm. Lecturers can be farmer. Mm. They can farm somewhere. Mm. Just that illiterate farming will be different from illiteracy. Uh, so there's a way to farm. Those were some young Nigerians speaking. If all the youths in Nigeria venture into farming today, will we see a significant economic boost? After the break, we would find out. This day. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're looking at farming as a new oil money for the Nigerian youth. Before we went on break, we had a chat with a young farmer who told us how farming has changed his life. We also spoke to some young Nigerians who said they would love to farm if given the opportunity. With the number of youths in the country, if every able-bodied youth decides to venture into farming, would Nigeria experience an economic boost and reduced food crisis? Bisola Fatoye puts this question and more to an agri-economist. My name is Professor Mohamed Toguji Ishiaku. I'm the Executive Director of the Institute for Agricultural Research in Amadou Ello University in Zaria. Yes, it is very likely, but first of all, we need to understand that what matters in agriculture is the quantum. Uh, in a situation where 2,000 people uh, cultivate 200,000 hectares, is much more impactful than uh, 20,000 people cultivating half a hectare each of them. So therefore, uh, if the engagement of youth, their totality in Nigeria, does not translate into the economic impact, the likely economic impact may not be observed as perceived. Rather, probably it may go a long way in improving the food security situation in the country, but doubt if it will translate into the economic impact that one might think. Unless if we assume each and every youth is going to engage in an economically viable agriculture. So it's not only participation, but it entails a more quantitative participation that has a very high potential. For example, in other countries, not all people are, are, are into agriculture. It's only a very small fraction of the population. But if those small fractions uh, does the agricultural output of millions of citizens of, that, of those countries. So I think our, our suggestion is not about getting everybody into agriculture, um, um, but to get a few of us into agriculture that is economically good. And this, yes, okay, I, I, I mean that the call to engage youth in agriculture is very good, but we should go into ensuring that these youth that go into agriculture, they undertake an economically viable agriculture. Uh, at the least, each one should feed much more than himself or herself from the proceeds of agriculture. In other words, the agriculture must be economically viable for it to translate into growth in the economy. Okay, so for the current youth who are into farming, would you say they are doing something wrong or they are not doing it well enough? 
I would say they are not doing it well enough, and for several reasons. One, they might not have acquired the, the threshold of land holding that they ought to have. They might not have the requisite input that will bring about the productivity of their agricultural output. So these, these are the things. Probably they are not doing it right. Uh, that is why we are not reaping that much. Uh, for If you consider our productivity uh, per unit area, it is far below that which is obtained in many other parts of the world. We can see that in Nigeria, we can't really say that a lot of youths are interested in farming. It looks like we just have a small fraction of youths interested in farming. So what would you say is the reason why just a few youths seem to be involved in farming activities? It is simply because agricultural outputs do not attract the requisite price that will improve the well-being of the youth. You know, youth are very vibrant. Their demand for, for development is relatively higher. They would like to engage in things that will build themselves. Uh, and so our agriculture is continuously being modulated by uh, agricultural produce from abroad. That brings down the prices of our produce in Nigeria. And so at the end of the day, hardly would the youth break even from agricultural uh, activities. And that, that discourages them. If you compare that with other avenues in economic participation, they, they make more money out of it. And we have always advised government, not government to listen to noisemakers about food is very expensive. Rather, government should create an environment where people will earn so that they will be able to buy food. That which is expensive for them now is only expensive because relative to their total earning in a month or in a week, it is so huge. That is why. But even at that level, farmers are still not making that much margin that will take them out of poverty generally. So there are two things that we balance. For agriculture to provide the meaning into the growth of our economy, uh, there must be a substantial margin from if you plant a hectare or you raise several number of heads of animals or, or poultry birds or other things. At per kilogram of your output, you should be able to make not less than 40 to 60 percent margin. That will make you richer and then it will make you much more vibrant and the economy is generally going to grow because agricultural participation or the employment of agriculture is the largest in this country. That was Professor Mohammed Faguji Ishaku speaking. To every youth sitting and waiting on the government to make it work, it's about time to merely stop existing and make it work for yourself and your country. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening to everyone whose voices we heard on the show. We say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com, buzzsprout.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss, Badegi Radio 90.1 in Nina and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Hadeja. Now, if you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily or if you have questions or comment, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or we can reach us via social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now. Oh,